This is Lloyd Minster's show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports. For Lloyd Minster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price from the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. Hey, welcome inside the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. Outside the tent is up because the tent sale is back until the end of the month with everything under the tent at or below cost, of course. And not only is the tent back, but Murano Mania is also back. And Murano Mania means you save thousands on your new Murano and get free oil changes for life with that Murano purchase. We have a busy, busy show today. Pam and Valerie Rollheiser here to talk about Try One for Life. We're going to be joined by Neil McNabb in just a few minutes. He'll talk about the big summer bash coming to Paradise Hill. And Marilyn Huffman will tell us about the 30th annual uh, Frenchman Butte Museum Festival, which is coming up on Sunday. So a busy few days here today, and there's a lot of other things going on as well. Let's start with Home Hardware Building Center in Lloydminster. They're this month's sponsor for the Lloydminster Community 50-50 draw. Get your tickets before August 14th. You're eligible for the $1,000 early bird draw. The Lloyd Community 50-50 sees four uh, local organizations split that 50-50. For tickets, go to lloyd5050.ca. Lloydfest is taking place at the Lloydminster Exhibition Grounds August 14th and 15th. There'll be food trucks, kids games, entertainment, including Lloyd Fest, the movie, and lots of family fun. The festival will highlight the many different cultures in the city, and if you want more information, you can check out our show from Tuesday. Susan Cambridge was here to tell us all about it. CPCA is in Poundmaker at the Valley View Meadows Racetrack this weekend. It starts tonight, actually, and uh, don't go betting against Jamie Labacane these days. If you, had, uh, if you had just one bet to place, I think you'd place it on Jamie Labacane. This might be his year. He is running fast and running clean to uh, start the year. So races go at 6 o'clock tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday, 2 o'clock on Sunday. There's also elite Indian relay races on Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Now speaking of the CPCA, the Denim and Diamonds Gala is Tuesday, August 17th. And that's presented by the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition and the Women of the Wagons. Proceeds go to the Jim Pattison Foundation, the Stollery Hospital in Saskatoon, and the Lloyd Mr. Regional Health Foundation along with entertainment and a chance to visit with the drivers. They'll be a live and silent auction for more information and to pick up corporate tables or individual tickets call 306-825-5571 all right let's bring in pam and valerie rollheiser who are here today to talk about try one for life uh, pam did the try one for life last year and it was very big for the canadian cancer society and this year it goes on monday and things are going to be a little bit tougher on pam this year because she broke her foot so yes. thanks for being here, ladies. Thanks for having us. Yeah, That's great. For us. <laughs> Let's start with that foot. What happened? All right. Well, um, it all kind of started in June. I had started uh, doing a, a fundraiser again with Try One for Life. And at that time, what I was doing is I was saying, okay, push me to train harder because I was really uncertain about what my race season looked like. So I was taking donations and for donations I was adding training time and then dedicating that training time to the people who had made donations or to people that they wanted me to give thoughts and prayers to who are um, dealing with cancer. Um, so I was kind of going with it at that aspect and so one morning I was out for a run, it was about 6.30 in the morning, gorgeous morning, I was just enjoying it. Um, and we live out in the country, so I was on a country road. 
and uh, nice gravel and stuff. But usually I run in the track, like where the, the cars have a little bit of a track. So it's usually good footing. Not as many rocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this truck came towards me. So of course I had to move to the side, you know, to let him pass. And as I moved to the side, this gopher popped out of the grass right next to me and just like startled me like crazy. So I don't know exactly what happened. I must have done a jump and being on loose gravel. Next thing I knew, I was catching myself from falling with my hand, right? So I got up and looked at my hand first and went, oh, got some gravel to pick out there. And then I looked at my knees because they hurt. Mm. And I was like, yeah, got some gravel there. But hey, I, I can do this. I had a race 10 days after this. So in my mind, I was going, yeah, I can still race. Good, good, good. And then I took a step on my foot and I went, oh, oh no. Because it was just stabbing pain through my foot. So I was like, okay, well, let's get home. I was about two and a half kilometers from home at that point. So I turned around and started to walk. And in my mind, I went, I'm not gonna make it. If I walk, the pain's just gonna be too much. So I started to run and I actually ran home the two oh, and a half no. kilometers. <laughs> so you go to the hospital? Yes, get to the hospital and um, it was extremely busy there. Uh, so I you know, sitting around actually in the hallway and the doctor actually came out to the hallway to see me and he's like, do you mind if I just look at you here and send you to x-ray? And I'm like, yeah, great. So of course get to x-ray and then they take me into the back and he comes in and says, yeah, yeah, broke your foot. So I was like, oh. So you missed your race, obviously. I missed the race. I ended up going because my husband was racing, but uh, yeah, so I went and supported him, but uh, yeah, I didn't get to race. Let's talk about the racing. Tell us what kind of racing. Let's, okay. let's, let's, what, what kind of racing you're into. Yeah, so I, I run triathlons. Um, I've done a lot of the shorter distance ones, so the sprint distance, um, which is uh, usually a 750 meter swim, and then a 20K bike, and then a 5K run. So that's kind of considered the speed distances. Um, and with the sprint distance, I had actually qualified to race in a world's ITU race um, for age group Team Canada, it's called. Um, that race was supposed to happen in 2022. Yes. And of course got canceled because of COVID. Um, and that's actually what started the whole thing with Try One for Life was that I wanted to use the training that I've been doing for something and had gone out for a run and came up with this idea to do the fundraiser. Um, so yeah, so that's the sprint distance. Um, as far as the, the world's race go, people have asked me what's happening with that. Um, we had been deferred to 2021. Um, the sprint distance actually got moved to Bermuda and I debated about that because it'd be a really nice holiday, but it was in October, kids are in school, I'm working, so I was like, eh. And then there's the weather change. COVID's still pretty uncertain as far as travel goes. So I made the decision to bump up in distance and race in Edmonton, which was supposed to be August 22nd of this year. Um, now I say thankfully it got cancelled again <laughs> because otherwise I, I would be missing that race. At this point they are talking about deferring us again to 2022 and it's looking possible that I get to race in Montreal next year. So that would be kind of cool. How many weeks have you got for recuperating your foot? Um, they're saying probably about eight weeks in, in the air boot and then it'll be, you know, therapy and stuff to get it moving after that. So let's go on to what's happening Monday yes. and tell us how you're, how you're doing this with a broken foot <laughs> and what you're doing. All right. So to be honest, it all kind of started right when I was in the hospital, the doctor had said to me, he goes, okay, you're on crutches and in an air boot. We want no weight on this thing for two weeks. And immediately in my mind, I went, 
swimming's a non-weight bearing thing, I'll still swim. <laughs> so I was going to do that. I actually had a swim lane booked like four days after I did this. Um, my daughter and my kids swim coach, to be honest, um, talked to me out of doing that swim. They're like, come on, let it rest, be good, don't wreck it further. So um, yeah, so I didn't do that swim right then. I waited the two weeks and then I did get into the pool and um, trying to figure out how to swim because of course you kick and I couldn't, couldn't kick yet because the up and down the water on the top of the foot definitely would hurt. So um, I came up with this, there's a swim boy thing. It's like a little flotation device that you can put between your legs and that just floats your hips. So then you're using upper body only. So I started doing that and um, I do a little bit of that in training anyways. I just don't usually do that far with it. Um, so yeah, it was kind of adapting and, and using that. So that's how I'm gonna do the swim. I'll be doing a 750 meter swim like that. Is that started off? Yes. That's what starts start. off? The so yes. swim starts off? Yeah, okay. the swim starts will start. at 5.30. Yes, and it will be a 5.30 for the, the kickoff at the pool. Yes. At the uh, BioClean Aquatic Center? Yes, okay. that's correct. Yeah. Okay. And then um, the bike actually came up. Um, I think I was starting to drive my family crazy, I have to admit, because I, I'm so used to being so active that it was really getting me down by not doing anything. So. My son said to me one day, he's like, Mom, I got your bike figured out for you. And I'm like, I can't bike. Like, no, like, there's no way. And he goes, yeah, we're going to put your bike on a trainer, which we use in the winter, right? So we're putting a bike on a trainer, and then we're taking your left pedal off, and you're going to pedal with just your right leg. And I looked at him and went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried it, and uh, it's hard. It's really hard. It's yeah. hard, yeah. It's not really smooth, like it, it's kind of clunky because of course you bring your leg up and then you push down, so there's always that instant where you get a bit of a clunk, right? Yes. Um, but I have built up to doing 20 kilometers, which is that sprint distance. Um, so I'm gonna do 20 kilometers that way. I'll be tracking it. Uh, we have sensors on the bike and then on my watch. Um, so I'll track it that way and we'll get up to 20K and then I will get off the bike and I'm gonna grab my crutches and I'm gonna run. <laughs> it's not a very fast one. Um, five kilometers. Wow, on a crutch. On, on a crutch. crutches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I thought I read somewhere where you said, I'm gonna do 5K and I've never done 5K before. Yeah, I have not achieved it yet. Wow. Only 3K. Yeah, at that point when I'd made that post, I had done up to two and a half. Um, two nights ago, I did make three. Okay. I can tell you it's hurting. Your, your arms is what I find hurts the most. My hands are almost cramped by the time I finish the three. So. All this is a fundraiser for the Canadian Cancer Society. Yes. Tell us why the Canadian Cancer Society. Um, we chose the Canadian Cancer Society because um, it, cancer has affected our lives, our families' lives, everybody, right? It, it hits everybody. Um, and to be honest, through this whole process um, as I've, I've dealt with I mean emotional and physical pain over this injury and stuff one thing that has always spurred me on and what will spur me on to finish this on Monday night is thinking of those people with cancer and what they go through on a daily basis um, you know I know that those people they never complain about the pain that they're in you know I've had friends I've had family who are dealing with it they never complain about the pain 
um, either the physical or the emotional, and it's got to be huge for them, you know, I mean, so, yeah, so my heart will be with them. I will also be using their strength to help me get through that. Okay, while you're doing that, there's other things going on as well at the park. So tell us what else is happening at the park. Okay, so Valerie. So we're going to have a table set up and we are going to be doing taste testing for Summit Summit Snacks. It's a business out of Edmonton that is making endurance chocolate bars and there will be a draw for that. Plus we will have a table set up where you can do donations and a lady is going to be doing some minor bike repairs with a donation. Yeah, so the Seven Summit Snacks um, is uh, an endurance bar that uh, they'd asked me a couple of years ago to do some taste testing. So they're, they're using it as an endurance bar to replace the gels that, that they tend to use, like athletes use these gels out on the run or on the bike when you're doing a longer distance. Um, so what they came up with is it's actually a chocolate bar um, and it replaces those gels. And what I love about it is that they're natural things and they just give a nice steady even energy okay. um, so yeah so we're doing a taste test of that we've got they've donated a bunch of their bars to us we're gonna cut those up and have them there for different people to come and taste us they do also have everyday chocolate bars which are delicious too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned a draw too? Yes, they've given us enough that we will be doing a draw for some, so there will be a ballot box okay. there. If you want to put your name in for a draw, then we'll be doing some draws. And you mentioned donations. Is that the only yes. way to donate, is to come out and do it in person? Uh, you can also do it on the website. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Try One for Life website? Yeah. If you go on, the easiest way is to go onto the Facebook page and try do one for Try life. One for Life fundraiser for the Canadian Cancer Society. There's a link directly in there to that fundraising page. If you go onto the Canadian Cancer Society page, you can search fundraisers and then search Try One for Life. Um, but if you're on Facebook, the easier way is to, to just click on that Try One for Life. So. And you're, but you're encouraging people to come out. Yes, definitely. We would love people to come out. My son, last year he did a, a walk and a sing thing. Um, this year he's decided he wants to be a little bit more energetic. Um, so he's decided he's gonna do a run group. So that run group is gonna take off at six o'clock and he'd love to have people come out. He's not sure exactly how far he's gonna go, between five and 10K probably. Um, some, of the, some of the other triathletes are planning on coming out and joining, but anyone can come and join that run group. Um, they'll be splitting up into different speeds, different distances. So just come on out and support it that way. Um, or if you want to come and walk with me as I'm walking around on the crutches, that would be pretty awesome too. So, so a few things that you can do to get involved. That's Another right. way you can get involved is she has made a team page also for the Trial and for Life and you could join the team to help raise money too. Yes. Yeah. Anything we're forgetting about Trial and for Life on Monday? Make sure everybody knows it's Monday. Yes. Yeah, Monday, August the 9th, yeah, 5.30 p.m. start. I've had a few people say to me, is that a.m. or p.m.? Because a lot of marathons and triathlons start in the morning. Yeah. No, we are going in the evening so that you can all come out. Well, yeah. this weather hopefully will cool down a little bit too. I don't know what the forecast is for Monday. Yeah, it's about 21, so it should oh, be pretty Oh, that's perfect. Good. Yes. Yeah, that would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Anything else, anything we're forgetting um, to mention about Try One for Life Monday? Out at the Bud Miller Park, really. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, basically Bud Miller can't think of anything else. Can I, you think of anything I'm else? I'm not thinking of anything else. No, I think that covers it. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you both for being here. 
best of luck on Monday. Thank you. With the yes. Try One for Life, especially that 5K walk. Yes. <laughs> and if you want more information, where can you go to get it? Um, either the Facebook page and message me, or if they wanted to give me a call, my cell is 306-821-2106. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Valerie. Yeah, Thank you very much. Take a break and be right back with Neil McNabb, and we'll chat about the Summer Bash coming up in Paradise Hill this Saturday. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Hello. Hello. Hello, Spiros. Welcome back. Our guest is Neil McNabb. He is here uh, representing the Paradise Hill Community Centre and talking about the Summer Bash, which is back, Neil. Thank goodness the Summer Bash returns after having to take a year off in 2020. Yeah, I tell you, everybody in Paradise Hill is very happy to be able to host this event again. It's uh, been so much fun over the 10 years that we've had it, so we're very happy to be able to do it. Not only do you have people excited to go, but you have a ton of sponsors. Like, it looks to me like lining up sponsors for the Summer Bash was no problem at all. Yeah, actually, this year we've probably sold more sponsorship tables than we have for probably eight years. So it's been a real strong year. The support has been great. Uh, uh, just for example, set up last night, we set up the arena and we must have had 80 people out there helping out. Like it was a wonderful crowd. It really is revitalized, I guess, having a year off. It seems to be that people are excited to come. Well, it doesn't help, hurt that you have uh, the Hunter Brothers coming either. Tell us what you guys are planning on Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night we got the Hunter Brothers. They're great Saskatchewan acts, some farm boy hockey players, so you can't beat that. They're good, wholesome people. New Holland guys. New Holland guys, so you got to <laughs> like that. Sports are sponsors. One of our title sponsors is New Holland and Novlin Brothers, so that's great. Yeah. It's worked out great for that, and they're, they've been very easy to work with. We're excited to see them. Five guys lined up in the front. Should be a real high-energy good show. And you have the Dirt Rich Band opening, too. Yeah, Dirt Rich, that's uh, that's so funny. They've been just holding there, waiting for us to have an event, and they're excited to come out there. You can see these entertainers. They love to entertain, and they've got some pent-up energy. They're ready to cut loose. And, Neil, you get the Dirt Rich Band not only Saturday, but you got them on Friday, too. 
Yeah, exactly. Friday night, we have a cabaret to kick off the event. Like we've got a ball tournament that runs, starts Friday at six o'clock and runs all day Saturday and Sunday. But Friday night, Dirt Rich is going to play the cabaret and we've got doors open at nine o'clock and from 9.30 to 10.30 is power hour. So you get two for one drink. So all the hooligans should come out. The football game will just be just be winding down too because you said we'll put the football game on so don't stay home because of the football game come on watch the football game on the big screens yeah exactly we've got screens on the side of the stage so we'll have the football game on so so that'll uh there's no reason to stay home that's for sure because the game will be on it's safe to say that this weekend has become the biggest weekend in paradise hill oh like it, sure. it really has taken over it's like <laughs> it, it, it it's a huge festival isn't it yeah, it is. It's a it's the biggest weekend we've got. That's for sure. Uh, it's uh, everybody in the community gets involved. It's we got lots of people that take on different roles, important roles, and and uh, takes a community to pull it off. That's for sure. You got a supper on Saturday night. Tell us about that. Yeah, the supper we have. Leanne call you. She's got a group of great, hardworking friends there that help her out to pull the supper off sponsored by paradise hill ranch and western wear so you can get tickets for that on eventbrite and also at paradise hill ranch and western wear and tickets for the show if you want tickets for the show they're on eventbrite as well how much are tickets for the show yeah they're 70 bucks and uh the supper is 20 bucks and if you buy them at paradise hill ranch and western wear there's no fee but event eventbrite adds their little fee there so now this is a huge fundraiser tell us where the where the dollars go yeah, it's for the Paradise Hill Community Center. So it's our, you know, it's our multi-use facility. It's attached to the school, so it uh, gets used lots by the community and the school. It's uh, got used in huge, almost double what we predicted. So we're very happy. We opened in 2016, and so all the funds go towards paying down the loan that we have to build the facility. And part of the fundraising is the auctions that you guys have and you guys have a lot of auction items this year and a lot of very good items give us a couple that are that stand out for you yeah we, uh part of our sponsorship is a live auction after the hunter brothers it's always worked out great it raises uh, lots of funds for us uh some of the some of the items this year like hay bales we husky or sonovas uh donated the land from their sandal steam plant and we the local ranchers uh, build the bales and and we got glenn fester that delivers them so if you want to buy some bales we got 149 of them and uh we're gonna be more appropriate right now yeah exactly that's for sure they're gonna be in hot demand that's for sure and then a fishing trip to key lake kuiper's family they got a cabin at key lake so they go up there fishing in the winter for four days and uh you know a fire song getaway norwest is donating that and then lot you know lots of items like homemade pies one pie a week for a year do you know anybody that might be interested in that i know quite a few guys that would be interested in that yes <laughs> yeah that's marion hoffman she's wondering if that would sell and i'm like yeah i think that'll sell just fine yeah yeah, yeah. so and uh what time does everything like what time does the show start neil uh we open the doors at seven so the supper at the community center is from five to seven and then the show is at the arena and we open the doors at seven try to get all the people in dirt rich bin starts shortly after eight about eight fifteen and, uh, and then the hunter brothers should be on stage about nine ten i think it is and then after the hunter brothers play that's when we do the live auction and then dirt rich comes back yeah and then dirt rich comes back to finish the night off you bet anything i'm forgetting to ask you about the uh paradise hill summer bash neil um i guess that's about it we got the we got the supper we got the the tickets at eventbrite we got 
I think we got her all covered. You want to hurry and get those tickets? How are you doing on ticket sales? Yeah, we're approaching 800 tickets now. So this is going to be one of our largest shows, that's for sure. We had Nita Grady and Sawyer Brown, I think, that exceeded that. That's the only two shows so far that we broke over 800. So we're we're happy with ticket sales, but we, you know, we can fit. You know, I think you've been there when we had oh, a thousand yeah. people in there, and that that's a nice uh, that's a nice event. That's that for sure. is it's, a big party. She's cozy, and it's a lot of fun. That's for sure. You have the outside area too. So yeah, there's a big outside area between the arena and the. Cool and off. Yep, that's yeah. what that's there for. You bet. Well, you mentioned Marilyn Huffham. Uh, Marilyn? Yeah, she's going to be joining us to talk about Frenchman Buttes Museum in just a moment as well. Oh, I see. So, oh, right on. Yeah. Well, that's so good. That, that works out really well, actually. Yeah. yeah. You bet. Neil, thanks for joining us. Okay, thanks for having me. We'll be right back with Marilyn Huffman. Talk about the Frenchman Butte Museum Festival in just a moment. PWM Steel in Lloydminster is the key supplier and largest indoor inventory of steel between Edmonton and Saskatoon. Locally owned, PWM Steel offers a wide range of services from steel cutting and bending to custom sign and powder coating. PWM Steel uses aluminum products as well as new and recycled steel. Key supplier of steel products and services since 1982. Visit their website at pwmsteel.com. Marilyn Huffam joins us now to talk about the 30th annual Frenchman Butte Museum Festival. Marilyn, just before we get started, uh, I had um, Neil McNabb in just a few minutes ago, and he was talking about Marion Huffam baking pies for their event in uh, Paradise Hill. And I said, well, I've got Marilyn Huffam coming on right away. And he said, no, no. When we when I when we're done talking, he said, no, you're talking about Marilyn Huffam. I'm talking about Marion Huffam. So what's the connection there? Well, Marion Huffam is married to uh, our uh, uh, nephew. So she's married to Tom as well, but I'm married to the Uncle Tom, and I'm Marilyn. Okay, so who bakes the better pies? That's the question. <laughs> well, Marion's very good at it, and I've had lots of experience. So maybe we're kind of sort of even. Who's sold for the higher amount? Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I think that uh, that uh, fundraiser at Hillmon back a few years ago, my uh, baking and my pickles went for an unreasonable amount. <laughs> All right, Marilyn, <laughs> let's talk about Sunday. It is a huge day for the Frenchman Butte Museum. First off, tell us a little bit about the uh, Frenchman Butte Museum and why it stands out. It's it's very popular in this area. It has some unique items. What makes it so unique? Well, first of all, Kurt, I have to say that it's the setting. Uh, we're right along the North Saskatchewan River and we're in a hamlet with 50 people that live here. Uh, we have a museum that was started in 1979 by a group of uh, 
homeowners and uh, community members here. And we've had such a great volunteer and great presidents and board members over the years that has made this uh, uh, museum grow and, uh, and uh, improve. And so right now uh, in 2021, we have a fantastic um, uh, grounds. Our, our landscaping has been redone. Our, we have some new buildings. We have some new artifacts and we have a great, great bunch of volunteers that keep this up. Now the grass has been watered since the middle of May this year. So when people come, they think, oh, it's almost like a little bit of heaven because everything's so green and everything is uh, flowering. And uh, so I think that's why at the present it makes our museum stand out. Um, maybe some from other museums is our, is our group of volunteers from a, a large area that come in to help us keep this going. So take us through the day on Sunday. It is the 30th annual. Um, what, how, how, where does it start? Okay, so on August the 8th, uh, Sunday, we're going to start our annual festival day. Everything starts at 11 o'clock on the museum ground. So we start with a church service. But first of all, let's talk about how you get in. Everything is by donation. We have two gates set up and you drop in the jar what you feel you'd like to. Uh, parking will be away from where we are having our event, but we have shuttle buses or shuttle services to bring you from your car down to the event if needs to be. Uh, we have entertainment all day on the stage. So we've rounded up a lot of people that are very musical and uh, love to play. So they're, they're going to be on the stage all day. Uh, there will be a tent set up with chairs inside so everyone can sit in the shade. We have a hot dog stand that starts at 11 and goes till five. And we're gonna have Smokies, hot dogs, pop and water available. We have a homemade pie booth with ice cream all day. And uh, hopefully we don't run out of pie. They're so good that uh, we've made extras this year so that we won't run out. Uh, the buildings are all open from 11 till 1.30. And then we have our parade, which is the highlight of the day for the kids and, uh, and people because uh, we have a lot of uh, people in the parade and we'd sure like anyone that would like to be in it to come and, uh, and uh, take part in that. Then at 2.20 till five, the buildings open again so people are able to go through and look. At three o'clock, we have a new event. It's called the, the nail pounding event. And so it's going to be new and we're just, it's just for fun. And we're excited to see how many people would like to take part in that. Uh, we have a roast beef supper at five o'clock, which will be $20 a plate for an adult. We have books for sale all day. We also have four homemade quilts that will be raffled at 4.30 p.m. There's four of us get together all winter and make these quilts. There will be tickets on sale all day. So come and get your tickets, you might win. There's kids games uh, sometime around 4 p.m. Uh, face painting, balloon tying as well. And it's gonna be a fabulous day. A lot of people come to just visit. And we're gonna have a lot of tables set out and a lot of room for people to sit to do that. And then when everything's over, there's shuttles to take you back to your vehicles so that you can go home after an enjoyable day if, if necessary. So we really would like everyone to come out and uh, just see what we have here. And thank you so much, Kurt. 
Absolutely. Uh, do you have to let you know if you're coming to be a part of the parade, uh, Marilyn, or just show up? No, if they just show up and in our hamlet on the hill above our hamlet is where the church is. And uh, that's where everybody arrives uh, between uh, 1245 and one o'clock so that they can get people in, into the parade by 130. And if they have trouble finding either gate person knows exactly where they need to go. Same with the nail competition. Just show up. Say you want to be a part of it. That's right. Just come and uh, and line up in the lineup. And that's how it's going to be going. And how much are tickets on the quilt? The four the, quilts. The tickets are $10 each. Okay. Yeah, 10. Yeah. And am I forgetting to ask you anything about the 30th annual, Marilyn? Just the, just the other thing that is, that is, is the 30th annual. So last year was a little drummed down a little bit because of COVID, of course. But uh, this year it's back face-to-face. -face. 30th annual, it's a big one, isn't it? It is a big one. And uh, this is why we put just a few extra events in this year is to, to try and add to the festival. And, you know, we really have to remember back to those 14 or 15 people that started this museum in 1979. And we just think how happy they would be to see that we're having the 30th annual festival uh, at our museum and how much it's improved and how much it's uh, gone forward. And can you share with us, Marilyn, some of your favorite features about the museum? Some of the some of the favorite artifacts you might have? Yes, I can. Um, and these were the best days of my younger life was going to school and seeing your friends and uh, everybody respected the teacher and it was just a really fun time. And we have a new addition here that I'm not going to give the name to. Uh, but if people come to see it, they'll feel the same way as I am. It's, it, there, there's a new exhibit here that's just fabulous. Um, we've redone the inside of the Lloyd Furman building. Uh, so we've made uh, more room in there. And so we have some new artifacts in there. And of course, the CN building has never moved from the time it was put up when the railroad came into Frenchman Butte. It is on the same spot. And we've redone the outside and it's full of all kinds of artifacts that interest all ages. Marilyn, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time this afternoon, th this morning. And thank you so much, Kurt. Uh, we really, really um, are blessed to have people like you uh, to, uh, um, you know, to, to come and, and so we can uh, show our museum off. Really appreciate that, Marilyn. You take care. Have a great afternoon. Uh, great day. Yes, thank you. Okay. All right. The tent sale is back at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan this August. And not only do we have a bigger tent, but we have the inventory to fill it up. And while the tent is up, the prices are down with everything under the tent at or below cost, including a fantastic selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Save thousands at the big, bigger than ever tent sale at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. Yeah, busy weekend coming up and through the weekend with the Try One for Life happening on Monday. So thanks to all our guests today, uh, Pam and Valerie Roheiser, Neil McNabb and Marilyn Huffam for uh, joining us. And looking ahead to next week, we have some big shows uh, coming up next week. Very excited that Andrew Mavridis is going to be joining us on Tuesday. An MMA fighter from Lloydminster has a big bout coming up at the River Creek Casino on August the 14th. 
18th. And we're going to be talking with Andrew and Tracy Kay is going to be joining us uh, for the week as well. And Tracy Kay will join us on Thursday for Patchwork. That is the pro oil and gas uh, podcast that we've been doing here from the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan that has been picking up more and more traction. And our guest is going to be David Yeager, who is an author. He is a policy analyst. He is a uh, writer. He's very well known in uh, especially the Calgary area. And we're really, really excited to have him join us on Thursday uh, when we bring Patchwork your way. Both shows coming your way Tuesday, 11, Thursday at 11 o'clock from the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan next week.